Thank you, Michelle. I'm very pleased to welcome Anne Paulina. She's come all the way from the Kimberley to be with us, and we really appreciate that effort. Yeah. Anne is, is Managing Director of Majula Incorporated, and she's a Nayikina traditional custodian from the Madhuwara Lower Fitzroy River. And speaking of corporate entities, she's also Director of the Walaloku Prescribed Body Corporate, which manages 27,000 square kilometers of Nikina and Mangala native title lands. So thank you, Anne. Ngajunu Nilawala and Palina, Ngayu Imadawaraman, and Ngamandajara Nigan, and Ngayikan Anganga. Good morning, my name is Anne Palina, and what I just said in my language, Nigana language, is I belong to the Fitzroy River. So in terms of property rights, I belong to the river. And so we as traditional owners, um, traditional custodians, have a, a very long-term relationship with nature, with human and with non-human beings. And so when I looked at this description today, I do not describe myself as an activist. I describe myself as an actionist. And I make that distinction because what I'm looking at is what are the key ingredients that we need to mobilise to get transformational change. In my language, we also have a word called bugaragara. Now, it's not the dream time, though many people like to uh, use that illusion. What it is, is a very powerful word which means the past, the present and the future fused into this moment in time in which we must act. And so as a traditional custodian, as a leader from the Kimberleys, what we're looking at is what is happening within this landscape. One of the questions we need to ask ourselves is around climate change is not so much about climate change, but about climate reality. One of the first things we are told as traditional owners is how to read the country. What are the signs up in the sky, down in the ground? But most important to us is the fact that country is reading us. So this is a very profound thing. It's very simple, but it is until you come to that moment where you understand and you can have empathy, you can have a feeling for country, then you will not understand what we're talking about when we're talking about this way for a new economy forward. Um, those of you that are sitting in the audience may have heard about James Price Point, Walmadan. It was proposed to be the largest LNG gas hub in the world, bigger than Qatar, $46 billion project. And um, as I said, I'm a traditional owner from the Fitzroy River, but my home is Broome. And so what we found is that we had people that said to us, don't worry, this is over. This project is coming, hell or high water or whatever. And what we're, now saying, what we're now seeing, and this is what I'm saying to other people, is that this is no longer a conversation between Indigenous Australians versus non-Indigenous Australians. This is a story about can we have a common and shared future as human beings? So this is a really critical moment in time in history where what we're saying is that Indigenous people right around the world, hold on to 25% of the world, but yet 85% of the world's biodiversity. 
Those of you that may know what is happening in Western Australia will understand the laws that are being created by government. We just had a change in um, one of the things is Aboriginal community closure. Um, our community is listed as one of those uh, communities that are deemed for closure. We see the changes to the Aboriginal Heritage Act, whereby we no longer can protect sacred sites or get them registered. So behind all of that, we have to understand what is the intent of government. And the intent of government is to clear us off the land so that the land looks as if it's void and open to the mining company. So we know that there are these underlying motivations. So what we're, what we're really talking about is that you can learn a lot from Indigenous Australians. You can learn about the conflicts of, of colonisation. Because when I look around globally at the planet, what I see is that we are now being colonised by transnational, multinational companies. And we as Australians are losing our land, our water, our food and our energy security. And so that's what I said, this is no longer black versus white. This is us as Australians standing together, coming up with new ideas of how do we hold the sovereignty of our nation. Just before I came a week ago, there was a conversation here in New South Wales about whether or not you were going to sell or allow to be sold your energy security to the Chinese. So these are things that are confronting us as Australians that are living our daily lives. And I think one of the things that I want to go back to is prior to invasion, we in the Kimberleys had a law called the Wunan Law. And that Wunan Law existed for millennium. Why? Because it was a law of cooperation. It was a law of coexistence. It was a law which is so critical, which is about collective wisdom. Not one of us can stand here on their own and try and build a new economy. We need collective thinking. We need collective action. We need new ways to be creative, to mobilise the people and to bring the people with us. And this was a critical factor with James Price Point. What, this what these types of development do is they come with the strategies of war. They come with conflict. They come with divide and conquer. They come with manipulation. They come with conquest. And what I'm saying is that we need to look at how do we shift from the pedagogy of oppression, which the colonial framework does create, to a pedagogy of freedom where we all can be free. And so these are critical elements that we need to grapple with. But what I'm saying is that no one of us holds all of the knowledge systems. This is collective wisdom that is going to right-size the planet, that is going to right-size Australia. So we need to have this way of thinking, not only um, through the intellect, but through creativity, through the arts, through song, through dance, all of these things that balance up. One of the big things that we found with James Price Point is that it forms a new family. It forms a new family that shares values and ethics of the way we read and love country, of the way that we talk about land, water, food security for our nation. So these are key ingredients that we need to be building together. We need the collective wisdom. We need to move from anti-dialogic action to dialogic action. It cannot just be about talk. It is about those critical things that bring us together as human beings in love with this planet, in love with Mother Earth. So what we're saying is that Indigenous people have much to bring to this conversation. When I talk about traditional ecological knowledge, 
I talk about it as Indigenous science. This is knowledge that has been created over thousands and thousands of not just lived experience, but adaptation to the environment. I live on the Fitzroy River. I'm building a wilderness centre. What we're looking at is the changes around the country. We had a flower that when it would drop, we would know that was when the crocodile eggs were hatching. Those flowers are coming long before the, the crocodiles are nesting. So we are reading the country. But most importantly, what I said was, Australia is reading us. So the land is reading us. So we really need to get back to nature. We need to come together. We need to understand what are these issues that we're putting on the table as wicked problems. So we need to understand that what we're talking about is a really a new form of colonisation. And this colonisation is coming through transnational corporations. Who would have thought that we would struggle with a conversation around the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a treaty, a law that's going to be enshrined that is not constitutional. What we are doing is enshrining the, the rights of the corporation over ordinary Australians. And I think people are waking up, and this is what the dancing and the singing is about, is to wake us up, to wake our inner spirit, so that we can respond and, and reflect on what is happening in this nation. What is happening in this lucky country of Australia when we see Indigenous people still struggling to become recognised in the Constitution? So what I'm saying is that this is no longer, remember people, this is no longer black versus white. This is us as Australians. And we see what is happening in terms of land, water, food and energy security. Cubby Station, conversations around the Ord River. Um, you know, there's a conversation happening in the Kimberley right now, which is really at the heart of what I'm standing here. And that is looking at new forms of agriculture, new forms of intensive mining, uh, we look over to the east coast, we see the conversation around coal seam gas. We see that Meat and Livestock Australia saying that it's the farmers that are legally liable because there was no baseline data to determine when contamination happened. We're talking about shale gas in the Kimberley. We're talking about three to five kilometres of going down multiple footprints underground and destroying a water source called the Canning Basin, which is 500,000 square kilometres of basin on land and another 110 offshore. And we're saying, why are we doing these sorts of things? We're struggling as Indigenous people, let alone people who are looking at where are we fitting all of these things. So it is about a new economy, but it also is about balance, social capital, human capital, environmental capital, all of these things need to come together so that our lives are rich and meaningful. We live in a capitalist system. We rely on the economy as it's being generated. So what we're saying is that we need to slow down a bit. We need to think strategically. We need to come up with new ideas. But at the end of the day, we need to stand together in solidarity as Australians. One of the things I did a little flip shop to was Western Australia. What we're saying in Western Australia is we as Indigenous people are possibly the most threatened species in this country. And so what we're saying is that without fellow Australians, we cannot stand, we cannot build a future that we are building on the Fitzroy River. And so for me, I'm very much focused that we are living in a capitalist system, we need to understand money, but we're talking about the value of nature. We're talking about how do we value natural capital, how do we bring that all in together so that we can show that these assets that we have, such as the Fitzroy River, which is now an asset in common 
that belongs to everyone sitting in this room because it is listed as national heritage. So what we are doing as traditional custodians is that we are caring for an asset we share in common. But from that, we need to find out how do we share all these things. So today for me, this is about building the forever industries in, in science, in culture, in conservation. And what we're saying is that we need each of us. We need to be able to come up with new ways of shifting from fossil fuel and transitioning, transitioning to a world that can be a common future for all of us, a future that we can share. So what we're saying is that this is a great opportunity to talk, but what we're doing in the Kimberley, what I'm doing with my people, is really focused around science, around culture and around conservation. What we have is amazing landscapes all over the country, whether you're in Kimberley, Kakadu, wherever. These landscapes belong to all of us and this is the natural capital that we really need to be focusing on and we need to be coming up with things. I haven't talked to you about bioprospecting. We have one plant that has 30 times the property of morphine. It's also an antibiotic, it's an analgesic. But how do we do ethical business so that the genome of that plant then doesn't get taken by Santos and propagated somewhere else on slave labour? So I guess what we're saying is that this is an opportunity for us as Australians to have this conversation about how we create this new economy, how we move forward, but most importantly, how do we leave a future for those not born yet? So there's lots of great ideas. As I said, mine's just a little snapshot in time. But I just want to leave you with that concept that I mentioned earlier, Bugaragara, the past, the present and the future fused into this moment in time in which we must act. Because we are all sitting here and standing together, I believe, as fellow Australians. Thank you. Thank you.